This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Anna Nose. Welcome. We're going to dive right in with a guest. Great thing. Someone submitted one of our listeners, our one of the listeners of this podcast submitted their great thing. Um, so she says, I've been walking every day and making sure that I am taking breaths through this very unsure time. And that has been helping me cope with all of the craziness. That is amazing. I think right now more than ever, it's so imperative to be taking time for yourself, for your mental status, for all the things, right? It's so important. Um, Emily writes about how she's walking and taking breaths. And I think that's what we all need to be doing. Um, and I think that's an easy thing to miss. I think it's easy to just pass on all of your feelings and just show up um, regardless and not give your time, self time and space to really breathe and think through what's going on because there's so much going on. It's so deep and so rooted and pulls out so many different emotions and reactions to this current situation. So Emily, such an amazing job. Everybody, let's give her a digital chest bump because it's tough. I mean, you've heard me over the past two weeks struggling to find space here, struggling to find um, what to even talk to in response to everything that's going on. And that's not generally somewhere that I exist a lot of times. So I just think here you have space to give yourself space and to grant yourself grace. And Emily's doing such a great job of that. And it isn't easy. It isn't easy to take that time and be with your thoughts and your breath. Um, because it just seems like something that maybe will just go away. And I'm here to tell you, it's not going away anytime soon. Um, <laughs> so we have to find a way to find a new normal. And I think Emily is taking beautiful steps to find her normal, right? To find what this has to look like for her to find space. And yes, walking is a good way to do that. Now, when you're on your walk, try to avoid people. <laughs> Definitely don't give hugs. Definitely don't spend a lot of time socializing on your walk, right? Stay within your household and go ahead and take time to exercise and do the things um, and give yourself space. So, Emily, thank you so much for submitting. If you ever want to submit your great thing, you can do so. Head on over to Nussink dot com. That's where you can find all things the death of a dream, but you can also submit your great thing for a chance to be featured right here on this podcast. You just heard Emily's story about the great things that she's doing to overcome this quarantine life, to mentally 
proceed through life, through this moment to find clarity and to find breath. And that is so huge right now. So let's go ahead and dive on in, everybody. Yesterday, I was kind of scrolling Instagram and I found um, a post, an expert of Glennon Doyle reading from her book. I think that it's called Untamed. Um, And she's reading an expert and she's talking about motherhood and how she was struggling with this idea. (laughs) She was struggling with this idea that she felt like in motherhood, she was supposed to give up her own life for her kids' lives, for her kids' dreams, for her kids' goals. And she goes on to talk about how if she does that, how wildly hurtful that would be not only to her life, but also to her own children's. And especially when she's talking about her daughters, if that's the example that she brings them up in, if that's what she's showing them, that this is what love looks like, that love looks like losing yourself in the pursuit of someone else, then, right, she's teaching them wrong. And what a terrible, terrible and wonderful, but terrible way for those daughters to grow up, seeing her do that, seeing her sacrifice herself and give up herself for them, right? Because who wants to sign up for that? I mean, I remember not wanting to be a mom for probably very similar reasons. Like if that's what it is, I don't want that. And she goes on to talk about how the opposite actually needs to happen right? In order for them to love themselves and to want to love like that, she needs to be the example of doing both, of everyone chasing their dreams, of her chasing hers and showing them that that's possible even while you're managing all of this, and also still helping them to chase theirs but not giving up everything that makes her exist to do so, right? And I think she's spot on. She's so right and 100% that it's crazy. Um, and I think that's such a great lesson for all of us. How many things are we giving up for other people. And that was one of my kind of turning points in this story was when I realized that I was kind of putting all my stuff aside and the only dreams that I would focus on now were the dreams of my children and that I don't really get to have any now because I didn't measure up the last time, right? And if it was going to happen, it would have happened then. And so I need to just give in and give up and move on, right? That I don't get to do that. 
that I had my chance. And now that I am over the ripe old age of 18, I need to move on and just start living for everyone else. And I think whether you're a mother or not, that definitely is a call to most of our lives. We don't get as women, we don't typically get this like fast pass to be selfish and only work on things that we want to work on, right? A hardcore businesswoman isn't really viewed as something that you should or want to aspire to, right? She generally is a B-I-T-C-H, sorry, my six-year-old's in the other room, um, she just generally is not someone that you would ever want to be. The way that she's viewed, she's hard, she's cold, she's nasty. And we're just taught that that's not, those are not good things, that that's not okay. And I don't believe that many of those women actually are all of those things. I think we are kind of come to believe that that's the society, um, that that's the norm of who those people are, but I think it doesn't have to be that way, right? Women should be able to live their own lives. And when they do that, when they choose whatever path they're going to choose, we have to be okay with it looking like them choosing them, them choosing their dreams, right? Why is it okay for guys to do that? But when women do that, it's like we've gone off the deep end. You should want children. You should want a family. But we don't say those same things about dudes, right? We're okay that they're just, they're focused on their career or whatever it sounds like. Not fair. Double standard. I don't like it. I'm not here for it. I will not let this continue to pass good people. We should not stand for this. That's not okay. Not okay. Got it? So when she's talking about this, I'm just like, you're so right. Like you can't, we have to stop raising generations of people into this expectation of women and what they should be right. And who they should show up as and stop telling them that it's okay for them to just give up on their thing that it's okay for them to just pass and live for everyone else's dreams that they should just sit there silently and die let their dreams die because they have new dreams now you're a mom now your new dream should be raising your children which is a great dream in addition to the other things. And it's okay if that's the only dream, if that's the most important dream to you. That's okay, but what else gives you depth? What else do you want to show up for? Because those things will go away at some point, right? And maybe your joy and your dream is there. And maybe that's your storyline. Maybe that's where you go. And that's a beautiful place too. But what I don't want to happen is for you to not show up for you because of them. Because you think that all your focus deserves to be them because you think you don't exist anymore. 
Because people have made you think that whatever path you've taken is not okay. Right? So then I hear that and I listen to that and then I am on the chapter in my book um, by Jen Hatmaker, which I'm on the advanced reader list for that book, um, Fierce, Free, and Full of Fire, which you can pre-order. So go ahead and you can find it on Amazon or anywhere that you buy books. Um, so go ahead and do that. Don't mind the flushing American Girl doll toilet in the background if you could just hear that. <laughs> um, anyways, you can pre-order anywhere and I am telling you this book is full of fire. This is not a joke. I actually fear when my um, live copy fully edited done copy comes in the mail that the box will literally start on fire. Um outside waiting for me to come home because it is full of fire. This is not a joke. That's the most beautiful um, title that could exist for this book. So she, I open up and I read this chapter. I want this stream. And I'm like, oh, here for this chapter. Okay. Okay, Jen. And so it opens with her saying that one of her sisters wanted to move to New York and start her life over and leave corporate America and go be a chef. And Jen was like, no, you can't do that. We're all right here. We're all in Austin. Uh-uh. Let's not do that. Don't do that. You're crazy. And her sister, luckily, went and did it anyways, as most good sisters do, right? They do their own thing. Bless them. No matter how, what your recommendation is. <laughs> so then she goes on to say, like, I'm a dreamer. I'm a dream supporter. I'm a life giver to most dreams. And why would I take her to that place? And why would I shame her for that dream? Just because obviously I wanted her to stay by me. And she talks about how kind of ashamed she was of her response to that, especially given who she is as a person, what she does as a job. And I think a lot of times, you know, how life-giving are we to other people's dreams when they present them? Yesterday, I called everyone to go ahead and be my friend, um, just because I'm looking for friends. And I thought about this morning how probably pathetic that sounded, but it's true. Um, <laughs> so how many times are we shooting people down out of our own fears? Uh, and I think that's what Jen was talking about. And I don't think that it's an abnormal thing, right? First and foremost, anyone that's close to you, you want to protect. So most of it comes out of love, like Jen's response to her sister wanting to start her life over and start this new dream. Jen's response to that probably came out of love and fear of losing her. And, you know we have this innate responsibility to want to protect these people, to want to help them, to want to save them. And I think now more than ever, let's just give love and life to those things. No, like in a Mariah Carey sense of fashion, if it comes back, it's yours and that's how you'll know. Yeah. 
let's go ahead and love and life give wherever people want to go. Whatever they want to do, whatever that dream is, let's give more life. Let's give more breath than take, right? Let's start letting people, no, no, let's start helping people dream. What do they need? How can you connect them? How can you help them to make this come true, right? To give them what they need to thrive there. And, you know, when people would present me with what their dreams was, I'm like, Jen, like, I'm a life giver. I'm a dreamer of dreamers, right? But anytime that someone would present me with something even close to what I wanted to do, my instant reaction was, oh, yeah, that's cute. No, you can't do that. Right? And a lot of times it came from a space of me being angry and frustrated that I couldn't go do that. That I would never be able to do that. And so I don't really want you to be able to do that because then that shows me that I probably could and that scares me right to like no avail please don't show me that you can do things big things um and be in my view line because then that makes me have to show up accountable for the things that I want to do for the dreams that I have. And I don't like that. Uh-uh. So I'm going to go ahead and keep all of you good people smaller than me. Just in an attempt to stay big. To be the bigger dreamer. To be the one that goes after it. To be the one who goes and does it and shows everyone. Right before all of you. Because that makes me the bigger person. That makes me the dreamer. That makes me the doer. And if I can be the example, then I'm here for it. But I shouldn't be shutting other people down in an attempt to keep me bigger, especially with the work that I do. And so yesterday when I called for a community, it really wasn't a call for... Fine. Okay. I take that back. It was absolutely a call for friends. It was absolutely a call for a community where we support and inspire each other because how many people are you surrounded by that you would be scared to tell them your dream or your goal out of fear that they would shoot you down instantly? I'm raising my hand. Right? Do you have people that you can dream with? Do you have people that you can talk to? Do you have people that you can share these things with? I don't. I mean, the few people that I've told have shot me down instantly and took me into mental head spaces where I felt like I would never get there and why would I try? Right? And that's okay. Because you know that some of those places are love. Some of those places are protection. Some of those places are out of jealousy and anger. And rightfully so. I've been in those places before. I know why. I know the feeling. I get it. And I think the call for the community is so that we start building up 
places of support and love to go do whatever it is you want to do. I don't care how crazy it is. There actually isn't. There's not a chance that anything that you write down as your dream is crazier than the ones that I have. I promise you. Actually, I guarantee you that I have the craziest (laughs) dreams out of everyone. And so that's why we need each other. That's why we need this community because they don't exist in instances where we can be productive, right? And you think about how many times you have to try to find that friend, to find that person, to to do the thing, to to extend the olive branch, only to sometimes fearfully be shot down, right? And I'm not really scared of that anymore. If I'm not for you, if this community doesn't work, if if something happens and it doesn't align, that's okay too, right? Not everyone is for everyone. Not everyone is a perfect friend. Not everyone is what you need in a certain instance. And so I think more than ever, start showing up for the things that you want to do, right? Start living the life of your dreams. Start looking at what gives you energy, what feeds you, what gives you life, what moves you towards action. What are those things for you? What is that dream life looking like? And no, there is no reason to cower back from it. There isn't. There's nothing that can stop you except for you and sometimes your community you gotta watch out for those people right but you don't have to listen you don't have to let them speak that into your life you don't have to stop you can keep going you don't have to quit right and it's not going to be easy. It really isn't. Um, but you owe it to yourself to keep going. Your dreams matter. Your goals, your life, they matter. Like Glennon Doyle was talking about, you can't just give it up. In doing so, you will create generations of people who follow and look at you as the example, whether you're a parent or not, who follow and look at you as the example, and they will follow your lead, right? And so, how are you leading? What are you doing? And are you leading a life that shows that you gave in and you gave up on yourself and your dreams in order for other people to live theirs? Right? Did you throw in the towel for everyone else's towel so they didn't have to throw theirs in? And that's selfless, right? But it's also showing them that that's what it takes. And people might give up because they don't want to give up. Right? They don't want to have to do that. 
And they might not go down that same path because that's the fear. That if they do that, if they choose that life, that that's what it's going to take. Right? And that was one of the most proving points of what Glennon said in her read in her book, which I need to buy that book, by the way, after listening to her. That's one of the things that she had said. You you are going to show them that this selfless life means they put their own life on hold. Means the things that matter to them don't matter anymore. And that is probably not intentional, but how many times are we doing that? How often are we showing them that that's what it takes? Right? Or can we be an example? Can we be a beacon of showing them and including them? I mean, my six-year-old daughter right now is probably doing her own podcast or YouTube channel in her American Girl doll room if you hear some action going on in there. That's what's happening, right? They're going to model that. They, whoever follows you, whoever pays attention, that's what they're looking at. What are the things that you're doing, right? What are the examples that you're setting or are you showing them that you don't matter. That you don't count in this equation. That only they do. Right? And that selfless love is important. But it is not what it takes. Right? Showing them that you are a part of the equation. That you matter. That you are important. Is selfless love in itself. Showing them that they deserve to exist. Because how many times do we just write ourselves off, silence ourselves, put ourselves on the back shelf, and never pay attention to ourselves and our needs again? Right? And the only time that we look for it, that we look out for it, that we watch for it, Is when we're in these moments of distress and all of a sudden we're like, oh, you know, I can't remember the last time that I got my hair done or my nails done, which quarantine doesn't count, okay? We're in a forced state of lack of self-love in traditional senses. Trust that you can find ways. Emily, duh, at the beginning of this, she's just going on walks. That's self-love, okay? But how many times are we putting ourselves up on a shelf and ignoring our own needs and our own dreams and our own goals in an attempt for everyone else to reach theirs? And that's showing everyone around us that they are more important than we are. Right? And you matter. You are the most important piece of the equation. And you need to start writing yourself into the story. 
You need to be a part of it. And everyone around you needs you to be a part of it. You can't just show up for everyone else. You can't only go after their dreams. You have to have some for yourself. You have to have goals and dreams and aspirations for your own life. Because if you don't, it's showing everyone that looks to you that that's what it takes. And my guess is you don't want anybody to give up their dreams, right? I'm like, Jen, the biggest dream supporter, but here I am trying to shoot down other people's dreams or trying to show them that mine don't matter and that I only want to live for theirs is working backwards, right? Because the people that you're showing, that you're showing up for their dreams and not your own, you're showing them that that's what it takes to be successful, that that's what it looks like. And they will follow your lead, right? You have to stay focused on yourself and what it takes to. And you can do all the things. You can still love on those people. You can still help them get where they want to go. But you owe it to yourself to chase your own dreams and you can love and support other people chasing theirs right it's not going to take away your sparkle it's not going to take away your shine but if you're not loving on your own dreams loving on your own goals then there's a chance that you will take the wind out of other people's sails and attempt to harness all the wind towards your own. Because if you are like me, you are chasing things, but not really. And if someone aspires to do the things that you do, it will be easier to suck the wind out of their sails than to harness and help them. Right? And I want to be a dream supporter and lover. And I want to support and love on anything that you are doing. And so my call for friends is a call for a community to call and support and love on each other. Because there is not enough of a support system for people who think like us. So let's build it, people. Let's go there. How about that? Right? That's all I have for today. You can hear my beautiful children playing in the background here in their American Girl doll room. So that tells me that it is time to move on before that noise takes over this podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you to Emily for submitting her great thing. Remember, you can submit your own great thing for a chance to be featured right here on the Death of a Dream podcast. Head on over to nussinc.com. That's where you'll find all things. You'll find a uh, blog. You'll find the last week's podcast. You'll find a lot of things, but mostly you will find a chance to be featured and submit your great thing. So head on over there, check that out. You can also find me on Instagram at hannah.nuss if you want to vote for me um, for the root model challenge. You can do so on Facebook. Just search me at Hannah Nuss. It's the first post on my page. Um, 
go ahead. All you have to do is like that photo of me. That's all. Folks, as always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world.